Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 122, officially the start of season six. Let's barb and go. Is this the start of four straight Super Bowl wins for the Buffalo Bills? I don't know, but I'm going to watch to find out. Here we go. Freestyle. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 122, Uno Dos Dos. Officially the start of season six. We're fired up to have you. For everyone who's been listening since day one, we farvin' love you. And if this is your first episode, fucking stay tuned. Uh, we are your sports betting capital for NFL football coming from Canada. We're fired up. Two hardcore Bills fans, one Titan maniac named Huck Media, the official production team for all 122 episodes of Look Who's Talking. Go to huckmedia.ca.com.ca.ca. Uh, no musty, but still flies with the wind. Our producer, Andy Huckle. Uh, as always, I'm joined by Weird Michael, everyone's favorite old Italian man who's actually not that old at all. Uh, he's got a fresh new haircut. Looks like a young Paul Roma for all you wrestling fans out there. Power and glory. A great tag team. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of everything. Try to uh, get you to avoid the storm of all this craziness surrounding legal betting. <laughs> Welcome to the new world, Mike. It's crazy. But uh, I kind of missed the moonshine in the woods, the back alley KGB joints of yesteryear. But it's the new world. The whole world's betting. And uh, we're not as alone as we as we used to be. Kind of nuts, eh? Well, uh, if you want me to give uh, Dwayne and the Red Dragon a call, I'm pretty sure he'll dust off the chairs for us out there in B-Town. He beat me. The uh, money. The old world is definitely missed. A storm is right here. A lot of foes, a lot of fakes, a lot of fake numbers, a lot of fake screens, a lot of noise. A lot of like memes. You said, so many memes. It's like the day. Dodgers beat the Giants. Like, no, not everybody's jumping off a fucking cliff. Like, how much are you really betting on Wednesday baseball? Anyway. <laughs> it's true. Well, like I said, we're laying real lumber. 122 episodes that's that's let's round up you know i like to round up eh? you guys fans of the show he's my everything <laughs> everything gets rounded up so 122 episodes is roughly 140 hours of weird mike behind the mic thank you another way to time look yeah another, another way to look- thank him you Another way to look at it is if you owe mike one dollar and 22 cents yeah you owe him five bucks <laughs> And if you really don't like it, you can move to Alberta and change the course of your life. <laughs> that's, 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 that's up to some people. Anyway, we're uh, gonna, happy we're gonna... to be back. Long, long off season. And Indeed. Uh, it's grinding to a halt. And I couldn't be more excited. A lot of steps changed over the summer. Hope, hope everyone had a great summer. It's, uh, it's finally time to bet on some real sports again. Uh, you know, baseball drives me nuts. So I just don't do it. But uh, we are two, about two and a bit weeks out from the opening game. Uh, the Super Bowl champion, L.A. Rams, hosting our very own Buffalo Bills with the best quarterback on earth, Josh Allen. Everybody knows it. Everybody's drunk on it. And that's why Vegas has them as the number one favorite to win the Super Bowl at plus 650. Sometimes I read it and I can't even believe it because I still remember the J.P. Lossman years. And it's like, are we ever going to be good? And now we're literally probably the best team in the league, but that doesn't mean anything's for sure. And the other thing is we're going to lose some games, folks. The AFC is stacked. Football happens. Block punts happen. Josh just can't do it by himself as we saw against the chiefs in the playoffs. So just wait that plus six fifty. other teams will rise and fall during the ebbs and flows of the season. And you'll at least be able to get them probably at plus a thousand at some point. Um, even if they just lose the Thursday nighter, that immediately jumps up. So just wait. I'm not even going to make that a truth of the week. Just wait. We love the Bills. Everyone loves the Bills, and everyone wants to lay the lumber if you're a Bills fan to win the Super Bowl. You can still do it in week three. You'll feel just as good. All right. Buy low, sell high with NFL futures, just like their stocks. Uh, so that's that. A lot of stuff's happened over the summer since we last talked to you. The Dolphins almost. Uh, got Tom Brady and Sean Payton, and then that all blew up. They got sued, and here we are with uh, the funny, quirky, edible-eating San Francisco 49ers running game coach as their new coach. 
He's one of the funniest guys I've ever met, by the way. And they got the fastest team in football. It's hard to ignore them. I don't know what to make of Tua yet, but Raheem Mostert, Jalen Waddell, and Tyreek Hill make up three of the top five fastest people in the league, and that's a problem you can't ignore. Yeah, I'll tell you what the owner better not have ignored. Weird Mike, mid-season form, the sloppy track in South Beach, <laughs> sharing the pitch with the U, who's back, by the way, college football, Yep, for all you DJNs out there. <clears throat> Sloppy track in South Beach, nasty weather, rain, hurricane, humidity. So if they haven't switched to some, you know, like like the Bills, nice fast track. Lay lay down some lay down some pipe. Let the cheetah run. Let Waddle wiggle. Whatever needs to be done. Let, there's a t-shirt. Let Waddle wiggle. Yo, Jalen, holler at your boy, yo. <laughs> oh man. We uh but yo, yo, Bill, Bills, Bills, Bills. hate the sked. You're you're plus six fifty. Follow up. That's what I mean. They they got they they don't have an easy what, schedule. Their first, their only home game in a month is a Monday nighter against Hux against Titan. the Titans. Anyway, I'm, I'm not even saying they'll probably win it. That's not the point. Is that you know they could very realistically be two and two in any four of those games. That's what I mean. And so. still be just as fine to win that division with 17 games and, you know, make a solid playoff run, but you'll just get them at better odds than plus plus six fifty. So just hold your horses. All right. Um, hold your horses. Yeah. <laughs> Look, okay. I, I, I think Trey Lance is going to make a whole bunch of 49er fans forget who Jimmy G ever was. All right. This guy can throw the ball. He's a little rough around the edges. He's definitely a little green. Okay. You've played more college ball than he did. Mike at U of T. That's our in-house yeah. kicker, by the way, if you're just new to the show. Yeah. Weird Mike, new haircut, old leg. Yeah, old leg. Let me tell you, that's the worst fucking stat you could have given in the world, Jeff. That just made me want to triple down against Trey Lance. Yes, you're right. I may have played more college games than Trey Lance. I think you did. Okay, so what? Yeah, OUA was eight games back in the, back in the day. <clears throat> That's what's that's what's wrong with the NFL, man. Wake up, Danny Tanner. What was that show? Full House. Wake up, San Francisco. Wake up, San Francisco. Okay. Wake up, San. R.I.P. Danny Tanner. I think we lost him since the last episode. I still have a crush on on Aunt Becky, and I think I always will. And now the fact that she's a criminal, I like her even more. Anyway, <clears throat> ninety seconds from the Super Bowl. Super Bowl roster. Make all the changes they need, and now. They're putting it all on a D2 guy. Man, this guy ain't Ben Wallace. This guy ain't even Josh Allen. Okay? Josh Allen is the outlier, not the norm. If they think that another prodigy is going to come out of this tiny piece of the earth known as North Dakota State within five years. Remember, wait, wait, prodigy, yeah, Josh Allen. What did you say in the show? What did you just say, Jeff? What did you just say? That he's the greatest quarterback in the world. Do you not say that? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. He's from Wyoming. What the hell are the chances that the eighth best quarterback in the world is from the same school two years down the road? No, no. Want to tell me Carson Wentz is from the same school. But I get I get your, your point. It's a small school and the, the chances conference. are low. Either way, his ceiling's higher. Okay. Doesn't it just tell you everything you need to know that they were that close and they still don't want anything to do with Jimmy G? Let me tell you something, Mike. If Jimmy G wasn't as good looking as he is. And I'll admit that he'd be case Keenum and no one would be talking about him ever. All right. Case Keenum took the Vikings within about a touchdown or two of the, of the super bowl. And then they just ditched him because they needed better. But case looks like a, you know, a bowl of bran flakes and nobody cares. <laughs> That's what Jimmy G is going to be. He'll be a good backup somewhere, but because the guy has a great chin, he looks like Ben Affleck from the town. I got to hear about this on every sports show. Okay. This, this isn't even, this isn't even about Jimmy G. This is the macro. Okay. Jimmy G could be anybody. He could be case Keenum. He could be Matt Moore. He could be anybody. The fact is that the Niners were 90 seconds from the Super Bowl and have the chance to bring everybody back. We're not talking conference. We're talking about maybe even some coaching error. Maybe some infliction is needed on this Niners brass, instead of projecting outwards on Jimmy, how about a little rein it in? Okay. That's the bigger picture here is that a successful smart franchise 
was inches away. Do you really think they're going to get back to the, the, the conference final, man? I think they could. I just think, I think, I just think they're better. I'm on the Niners. No, this yeah. year. Jeff, Jeff, I'm you just them. gave your poker face. Everybody, Jeff what just gave mean? his poker face. I he was tilted right away about, from the mic. Look, you, this is season six, Mike. Okay. I recall season two when you were so mad at the Chiefs for giving up on Alex Smith in a very similar tone. And I'm like, this Texas Tech kid is wild, but he's got a cannon and he can move with the ball. And Andy Reid knows he needs a quarterback to play at let more than just an average level which alex smith was and it fucking worked out for them didn't it hey you know what mea culpa man season two throwback yes i was preaching the world that alex smith was more of a man than any of you would ever be including myself and most and importantly myself by the way you're right that surgery thing was crazy <clears throat> but I, I i don't i don't see it i don't see it it's just too it's too much on too little. All right. Well, okay. If that, I'm a, that, that's the nuts and bolts of it. For you Niner fans too much out there, on too little. For you Niner fans out there listening, Weird Mike is officially Team Jimmy G. I'm officially oh. Team Lance. We'll see how it fucking unfolds. Here we go. A um, couple things to just watch out for when as you're getting ready for the for the you know for the NFL season. The first touchdown props. It's very exciting. Uh, it's also if you can't watch the whole game, you know, Vegas, no, Vegas, and the sports books, they know that you just sort of want that your little juice. But the VIG, which they do on these first touchdown things, especially for all you new betters out there, just be careful. All right. You like a guy to get a touchdown, take a little less of the, of the money. Don't be as greedy and just take him to get a touchdown at any point in the game rather than just first. All right. The first touchdown could be by the holder, for God's sake. It's football. It's lucky. Just watch out for that first touchdown thing. I made a note of that because I've seen so many memes and so many sports book meme accounts are doing these first touchdown things and everyone's obsessed with them. But it's a good way to lose a lot of money and give the sports books exactly what they want. That's the bet they want you to make. So when Bill's Rams comes around the corner and you want to take digs to get a touchdown, just don't take him to get the first one. Take him to get one because he probably will. And our boy Gabe Davis, very excited about Mr. Gabriel Davis, the star of that Kansas City Bills playoff game. When he get four touchdowns? Four. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yo, Watch uh, out for him. He's a real dude. That game was in KC. Yep. Right. And uh, just I'm just going to wrap up that Jimmy Patrick Mahomes comparison that you just made from Trey Lance. Yep. To D1 school, Patrick Mahomes playing big boy football. At Texas, at Bama, big boy football, Red Raiders, North Dakota State. I love me some Buffaloes, but holy geez, they were better without them. Look at the numbers. How could you be better without the quarterback that's supposed to take you to the Super Bowl? I'm talking to my wall. Because that's what I feel like I'm doing with the San Francisco 49ers. I've never seen anything like it. I hope egg splatters all over. This proud franchise. Again, I ain't some Jimmy G hard on. This is I don't know what's happening with being so close and pull. So let's just say the Rams lost that game, right? The Rams were 90 seconds from the Super Bowl. Do they blow it up for Trey if he's waiting on the sidelines? Does that organization do that? You understand? That's you understand? Okay. We're how wrapped much, up on how it. much money would it take for you to sleep with Jimmy G? I'll tell you, I'll triple that and put it on the Niners, not making the NFC title game. That's what weird Mike's going to do. Find me that bed huckster. All right. <laughs> instead of, instead of touching up some photos there, why don't you find me somewhere where I can bet that the San Francisco 49ers do not make the NFC title game. Cause that I'll put baby cats first year on a very specific future bet. Look at it like probably minus five, minus 400, minus 500. There, oh, think, love right? it. Eat it up. Sorry, baby cat. <laughs> Trent Williams in that running game with a quarterback that can now run might cost you your tuition. Uh, a couple things. All right. Well, we're, uh, we're just rolling along here. We're going to give you our goal. I'm going to give you my gold, silver, and bronze futures picks in our Hugh pick section. Mike's got a smash and sprinkle also in his future section. Woo. And, uh, Hawk Daddy's put Weird Mike on a 10-minute friend penalty for that casual reference of the Bills smoking the Titans on Monday Night Football. He is not happy with you, buddy. 
Um, yeah, and uh, we're, I got a top 10 list for you. The top 10 guys under the most pressure entering the season. Normally, we got to talk a little more like sort of week by week betting. But I got a top 10 list for you, courtesy of my boy, David Letterman. How you doing? Nice beard, bud. Um, hey, that was one of the only books I ever read, Jeff. What? I bought Letterman? it. Cole's books, the Letterman top 10 book. It was, just a, it was just a list of lists. It was one of the three or four books I ever read in my life. I think that counts as a book. That was a book I bought in the bookstore. But it's a book that you don't really have to read page to page. You can just casually open like one page at a time at any point and just read it. It's a bathroom book. Two covers. It was a book. <laughs> Can't take it away from me. The book, not a novel. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I didn't say novel. I said book. What's what's look who's talkers? If you're listening to this, send in your answer. What, how, over what's a good over under number for Weird Mike's novels read? I would bet four. Not including book reports at school, like actual novels that you just read in life. Don't leave the cliffhanger. It's two. I've read two novels in my life. Two. Two. All right. And one of them was in grade six. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Charlotte's Web's a great book, you know? <laughs> Definitely right, stay tuned for the Smash and Sprinkle. Got two regular season win totals. I'll be smashing and heavy sprinkling. And about 30 and change after Hughes podium. Very Giddy excited up. for Hughes. Very excited for your ego. Podium. Make sure you make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Hughes talking H U S talking. Uh, you can follow weird Mike at weird Mike spelled weird M I C and follow Huck media for any and all media ventures that you might need drones and all that stuff. We are the future here at Huck media. Uh, make sure you follow our betting partners bet openly. It's a wicked exchange. It's been going on for five years, almost as long as us. And they are mm-hmm. growing rapidly. They have futures. They have live betting now. Only 1% juice. So if something's plus 110 or minus 110 anywhere else, it's minus 101 or plus 101 on bet openly. It's an exchange. It's awesome. It's probably the future of betting. We're fired up to be a part of it. God bless you, Gino. My dudes, my dudes. Um, also, big shout out to one of our new partners, BetStamp. Uh, check. It's a betting it attracts your betting for you and gives you the best market analysis over all the sports books. So if you like Dallas, for instance, or the Bills on Thursday night football, they'll tell you out of all the sports books, who's given the best odds and all that. It's a wicked app. It's like stocks, you know, uh, it's Trivago. It's Trivago for betting. You got it. Betstamp. I'm sure they gave me like a proper ad read and we'll get to that next week. But uh, Betstamp, fired up to be part of it. It's an app. Download it. Check it out. All right. I hope uh, they have a better spokesperson than a Travago guy, man. He looks like I, a divorcee. I fucking just bouncing. He's Trivago, bouncing around hotel rooms. Travago guy, guy looks like right after he finishes that ad read, he goes and fucks like a box of squirrels. Like that's he's just the weirdest looking guy I've ever met. <laughs> uh, man, what did you just say? A box of squirrels, man. That's the weirdest thing I ever heard anybody say. <laughs> well, he's, he looks that weird. Like he, his beard isn't gray and it's not blonde. It's like gray blonde whatever that is you know it's not dirty blonde it's like old blonde and i was recapping some of the season six greatest hits man when you said you could get away with anything with a publicist and sunglasses back in the day oh man good stuff chris chelios flying around with eddie vetter to just rock concerts in jamaica on a private jet he's like oh yeah just deny everything i wasn't there what are you talking about guy looks like me must have been Jeff, I uh, I got a. You got some time for a, a little challenge here? You know what? I I do, Mike. I do. I was I'm gonna talk. I got a little thing about the Browns, but that can wait. If you follow no, us no, on no, Instagram, you, I've been talking you, about the Giants a lot. There there are a team that I'll talk about a bit later. Um, I think the Browns just destroyed the best team they've had in decades. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna get into the whole like whatever with you know you we've all heard a lot about Deshaun Watson and. That's, you know, some weird ass crazy behavior that's too patterned to be just nothing. It ain't nothing. It's not nothing. I'll tell you that it's much. Definitely it's something. Nothing. It's a hundred percent something. It's guys ran just randomly messaging girls on Instagram to be his personal masseuses, then he sneaks his dick into their hand. Like you're you're a you're an NFL quarterback, man. You're not a you're not one of the bag ladies at Foodland. Like you you don't need to do that unless you want to, and that's weird predatory behavior but long long story short good god man 
take Baker for one more year with this team that is now a playoff team. It's the best team you've had in two decades. You beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Baker hurt his shoulder. You had a bad year. This is what happens. I don't know what he's like in the dressing room. It sure looks like you fucking missed an open Odell a lot. I get it. But you just sold your soul, man. You did. And maybe, you know what? Maybe the Browns are right and they're smarter than we are. And in two years, no one will remember this. And they got a franchise quarterback. But even then, even when he comes back week 13, he's been gone for two years. He didn't even look good in the preseason. Not to mention the whole world hates him. That kind of gets to you. All right. You know, Tiger banged a bunch of IHOP ladies and had a really bad marriage. And the whole world was all over him for a year. And he told me, he, I mean, he told me, he, he told me, no, he, you know, he found it really tough to compete. Okay. Deshaun Watson's in Jacksonville where they're not even like tough fans playing a preseason game and they're all chanting, you sick fuck, you sick fuck. Not to mention now you got, now you got a backup quarterback starting your first 11 games. This season's over and um, I don't see them just recovering. And like with it, you'll have to kind of redo this whole team. Hey, you just sign. You, you can't take this whole playoff team and, and just t- talk to all the Browns and be like, hey, this this season's a wash and we've signed one of the more sexually questionable uh, quarterbacks of all NFL history. Uh, welcome to your future here at the Cleveland Browns. I think they'll lose some guys. So anyway. they, um, Jeff, nobody liked Baker. Everybody's glad to see Baker gone. They, they didn't do the right thing with Jacoby or with, I mean, Hey, by the way, we should all respect Jacoby consummate pro got to line up and take a bullet for his team. Any day of the week. We might have to and they're going to here. Yeah, (laughs) but Cleveland is that city. They want everybody to hate them. And now they're going to have the QB that everybody hates. So I think bizarrely it's going to work. Okay. You're telling me, you're telling me, Jeff, there's not a whole bunch of sick fucks chilling in the dog pound right now. Come on. Some of them brought signs to their first preseason game. That's what I mean. It's bringing out the uglies, man. Like, what, like Deshaun's my hero. Yeah. Like, as in like, fuck them hoes. We're with you, Deshaun. It's like a father son combo. I saw it on yeah. uh, Bet Openly's thing. Anyway, Cleveland, Ohio, the pocket pool capital of the Midwest. And no shit, like you can't even make this shit up. There was an, like the the American Masseuse Convention was happening two blocks from Cleveland's home stadium. Yeah, really, it's a real thing. That was a real thing that happened. Uh, speaking of the AFC North, uh, just quickly, there's two teams that I've been classically hard on the past few years. That I'm now, uh, I'm buying stock of both the San Francisco 49ers, who I've been chewing up for three years because of poor quarterback play by their that beautiful man, and the Baltimore Ravens. I like the Ravens this year. I like Lamar in this prove it, give me a billion dollars year. He's jacked up a little bit. And he's still one of the most dangerous guys in football. He's a little smarter now. He's been working on his throwing a little bit. And the offense is going to run through him. If Lamar Jackson plays all 17 games, I have him definitely in the top three of MVP voting. I'm big on Lamar this year. Lamar props, Lamar everything. He's going to just explode the league this year, I think. Yeah, I like Lamar this year. I like the Ravens and Niners. How about that? Bet you didn't see that fucking coming, eh? Weird, Michael. Yeah, well... Maybe if you had a listen to the Ravens flock, it's out there. Welcome aboard, Jeff. Welcome aboard. The Ravens and Lamar give me three quarters of a billion dollars. Jackson will be having a tremendous year. Most notably week one at the New York Jets. My 99.9% survivor pick the Baltimore (laughs) Ravens week one at the Jets. I think it might be against Flacco. It might be against Flacco. On I the think Jets. it is. Yeah, Wilson's out for at least a couple of weeks. Robert Salah, Saleh, Salah. Hey, I didn't know. Um, he was crying after press know, conference. Saleh's a bad coach. He's a good man, but he's a bad coach. And I didn't know that. He's a good man. <laughs> I didn't know the Dolphins coach was one of those Niners hoopla guys. Oh yeah, bad news. Bad news. I don't like that at all. Questionable hire. At best. Apparently, apparently, he's like a like a genius. Like oh, the yeah. guy who created Shana, Kyle Shanahan's specific zone running game. Yeah, like like the Chargers guy, Brandon Staley, this uh, beautiful mind writing equations on the wall. Bullshit. Fourth and 17. Him, eh? <laughs> I still can't believe he called the timeout. I still can't believe that. It's still in my head. 
if you if you if you you know if you weren't paying attention to football last year, folks, Brandon Staley, who Weird Mike just destroyed all season. I actually support him. I like analytics. I like going for it on fourth down. I I, I see where the sport's going, and I think he's just on the forefront of it. But it's definitely within reason, and he's definitely young, and he's sticking to his guns maybe a little too much. But more importantly, in a game that was trickling down the seconds, I'll, you all know, he calls timeout against the Raiders with like eight seconds left. The Raiders have the ball, and then they just kick a field goal. If they had not called timeout, most likely they wouldn't have kicked the field goal, and they would have ended a tie, and both teams go to the playoffs. Weirdest decision I've ever seen still. Uh, uh, I want to see, I want to see blood. I want this guy <laughs> to make a decision that cost the team the playoffs or the division. And like one of these guys on D lose a bonus because they didn't make the playoffs. And this guy just comes up and just fucking headbutts the coach right in the fucking head, right on the sideline, crack his nose open, blood everywhere. Play the fucking game. Do your fucking job kick the field goal, punt the ball, do whatever you need to do to get us in the playoffs because they got a playoff roster. Talk about divisions. Everybody's talking AFC West. It's out of control. Derwin James is safety. They pick up Khalil Mack. They're good. And Herbert's for real. Very scary team. The AFC is so stacked. I don't remember a time in my life where one conference has been so much more stacked than the other, but we're here. There's about four or five teams in the NFC I'm scared of. The rest of them are in the middle. AFC, eight, nine, really good teams. Like, wow. And with good quarterbacks. It doesn't. So, um, so the game I wanted to play with you, Jeff, before we uh, talked about uh, the depths of Cleveland despair and what they're really into. Everybody's playing division winners, right? Pick your division winners. Yeah. A little bit played. We used to do it a lot too. Not even yep. on the show, but in our buddies in the shed. Yep. We used to bet on it the board. Con- it was a constant draft night bet. I want to know who your gun to your head, who who's not winning the division. <laughs> okay. Who's not winning it? Anybody can say that the Rams are going to win, but who's not gonna, like, if you got to put who's, all your money, who's going to have they, a fucking terrible the, year? Who are you going to fade this year? If they win their division, the team that I name, you're I, fucking like, stupid. I, I die. Like, cause there's a gun to my head. Yes. You're so you're dumb. this is what I have to do. So we'll and go lose a lot of division. money because it was probably minus 800. You're right. So we'll go division by division. Here you go. Yeah, I go. got the, I got the chiefs, not Winning the division. You're dead. This is the team you picked. No, that this that's that that's the headline. <laughs> this this, this is what come. No, they, there's gun to your head. Much. That's the team. That's, that's the first it. team you pick. That's it. You the just said the that, Chargers. The Chargers are going crazy. The the Broncos got Russell Wilson. You know, the Raiders the, got Devontae. The Chiefs are paid and got a motherfucking ring. Okay, and they are not. They might make the playoffs. They might. Mike, I don't. But they are not winning the division. I don't think. You understand. What do you think? I don't think you understand the severity of the gun to your head metaphor. Okay, because of all the teams in the league, you didn't even have to start with the AFC West. But the first team you name in it, your that was wait, wait, that was so excited. The first team that you name in your little game here has won their division the past eight years in a Everything, row. Exactly. That's it. All the That's more reason. First pick. I love it. I love it even more. Is it really eight straight? Yeah. <laughs> Since oh Peyton Manning retired. <laughs> oh, come on. That they've won eight straight. It's over. Titles. It's done. I love that stat. Love it. Okay. Well, I will take the New York Jets. All right. That's no, no, not no. winning their division. Yes, I agree. We yeah. are 100% agreement. I will take the, the Jets. Jets and the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with, I'll, yeah. you know, I'm going to go with Huck I'm Media. The Houston Texans are not winning their division. I, I tripled the motion. Right. Texans. Hey, guess what, folks? The Jags might. Yeah, the, the they Jags. Could. They might. If Matt Ryan goes down in Indy, or Fred Taylor goes down, God bless. Not an injury guy, but if one of those big guys for Indy goes down, and you know, sorry to hear us say, Huck, tit- Titans, big step back. Interesting. Big step back. Interesting year for the Titans. Got it. Like I'm not, I'm not often a guy who just jumps at the first highlight and says, okay, like you know. Like, like I saw Malik Willis is a cheat code after like one play. It's like, relax. That expression is being fucking thrown around. Okay. Mike Vick was a cheat code, but then you watch the next game he played and a whole bunch of series. Yo, I like Malik Willis. I like the way he's looking. What do you think? Huck daddy You got a quarterback controversy. You haven't seen him quarterback controversy brewing. 
in Tennessee. Uh, Derrick Henry's it's back healthy. I'll take it. Tannehill is not the guy. No. He, he never has been. I agree. I think I just think you got sort of that kind of more of an athlete feel. Malik Willis, you can run, you can bash over, and watching Josh Allen do that in the playoffs on every third and one, you kind of want that. It's a good play. He's a big boy. Looks like anyway. Quarterback controversy brewing with Vrabel's Titans, and we'll see how he handles it. I watched a lot of that uh, Tom the TB twelve stuff. Yeah, Tom versus time. Vrabel, the original weird Mike. By I mean, the way, man in the arena. Man in the man arena. in the arena. That's the one. Yeah, I that's good. Man in the arena. There was basically a whole episode on Mike Vrabel and how intense he was yeah. in that third Super Bowl and how how it had to end, win, lose, or draw. And he's approaching that. I think last year might have been the year he lost that room. AFC divisional game, one seat at home, spanked, never really in it. This year, big. I love. I love me some Titans, Huckster. Big step back from Tennessee. Look, I don't Not think like, he, I don't think he lost the room because he he wasn't throwing those lollipop interceptions to the Bengals secondary. Tannehill did that. I think Brable apparently everyone loves him. Like his team loves him. He's a player's coach, but he's also like an authoritarian. He's Belichick tree. Anyway, big uh, step back, and the Jags could win it. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a fantastic year, and I don't think anybody should be, should be surprised about it. Uh, he's got and, Doug Peterson uh, as the new coach. He's a weirdo. He's, he's got his boy Travis yeah. Etienne back. Watch out for Etienne. Uh, the Etienne. running back out of Clemson. Hey, these college combos, man. It's no joke, okay? Jamar Chase and um, and Joe Burrow from LSU. Chemistry, you can't just create chemistry. And, and now Arizona and Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown and Kyler. They're going to have a great year. This they're stuff's gonna real. Fucking, it really is. It's it really, real. Really, There's and another one out there that's floating. Taken long, this long to kind of recognize that. Oh my God. So. Fucking Devontae and Derek Carr. Devontae and Derek Carr. Fresno State. Fresno State. Out of the whack. We're talking bullshit conferences. And, and they're the actually, whack got a decent tournament. And they're best friends, literally. Like Jamar Chase, we told the story on the on the podcast. Like went to every neighbor of in Joe Burrow's Cincinnati neighborhood and offered them way above value for their house so he could live on Joe Burrow Street. All right, like you can't. Remember how you said Josh Allen needed a bestie? We just didn't know yes. it was Dawson Knox. Man, he's got one, and I think Dawson Knox can have a great year. Rest in peace for his poor brother. That's awful. Yeah. Um, but you know, gives the gives the team a catalyst, and you got to think that could. Invigorate any any team. Apparently, the Bills are really tight. I've I've heard that Josh Allen, like just hearing reading more stuff about him and listening to him on more podcasts, he's honestly like Chris Farley, but as like as like Dan Marino. You know, <laughs> that's how funny this guy is. Everyone loves him, and that's your team leader. So that's a great start. Yeah, you know what? I'm not hearing any of those stories about Trey Lance, about an amazing human, <laughs> and what kind of you know. I don't see him at no hospital. I'm sure he's a good dude. Hey, he loves his mama. Hey, your but, boy Jimmy G, who you probably banged for about 7,400 US. Uh, <laughs> he apparently ghosted the team. Did you hear about this on NBC, buddy? Everybody's dogging him. 120 man. signs the 128 million dollar contract after after playing four fucking three games for the New England Patriots. And then sitting out game four last minute with his not, an injury to his non-throwing shoulder that Julian Edelman called him out on years yes. later, like this last year. And then, then after the season, he protects himself. And he signs this huge deal with John Lynch's new 49ers and then doesn't pick up any phone calls or texts from the team the entire summer. All right. Like. This is Cinderella getting a glass slipper, a dance with the with and then ghosting the prince. <laughs> the 49ers just rocked your world, Jimmy. You didn't deserve all this stuff. And then you don't call him. And then apparently you like that every summer. Banging porn stars. I mean, he's a weird guy. Man. What's another team we can agree on? That's not going to win the division. The Bears right. are okay. not going to win the division. The Bears are not going to win the division. I'll <laughs> go with you on that one. Okay. I like the Lions to win that division more than I like the Bears. Yes, we're the. I'm smelling the, some. I'm smelling the Lions making some trouble this year. I am. <clears throat> I got. Uh, I'll save my NFC North for a little bit later. Didn't you just say it? That was your NFC North, the uh, Bears. No, no, I'm, I'm not. Not the. I'm talking about a little uh, weird pick, uh, foreshadow preview, hanger. My NFC North weird pick coming at you. Win total. But the Bears are not winning. Hey, I got you one for the North. Okay. AFC North. 
The Cleveland Browns are not winning the division. Jeffrey, our final agreement of the day, I'm predicting. <laughs> That's our final agreement. I think we got three divisions left. We got the NFC South. Who's not winning? You go first, buddy. Who's the Atlanta Falcons. Winning? The Atlanta Falcons and Marcus Mariota, Mariota are not I, winning that division. And I say that the New Orleans Saints are not winning that division. For I sure. Know. I don't know what to make of the Saints this year. That Atlanta win total is crazy low. It's four and a half. Four and a half. Four and oh a half. Oh my God. But Vegas doesn't like to give away money. So like, how bad is this team? They lost that number one receiver, Calvin Ridley, for gambling. Got a longer suspension than, you know, Deshaun Watson, Instagram, Instagram masseusing, and then sliding his Dioc into these random chicks' hands. <laughs> yeah. Pure dick slide, less than a $40 parlay on some DraftKings site. Hey, that was a great massage. How about a high five? Here's my dick. Oh, jeez. Um, okay. Um, hey, NFC I, East. NFC East. NFC East. I don't think the Giants, no chance for me to Giants. Every other team has a, has a chance. I don't know. Not I, the Giants. Again, they're my chicken little team, man. Saquon Barkley, healthy, prove it year, contract year. Is he going to the Hall of Fame or is he just going to be a backup for the New York Jets? I don't like, you know, that's what he's deciding right now. And I believe in his talent. Guy was picked number, was it number two overall? Number two. Who else? Jeff? For, no. Who else? You're right. I get Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, Daniel Jones can do it. You just got to hold on to the goddamn football. Um, They've improved at O-line. They've improved at D-line. I don't know. I, plus 750, I'm not saying they're going to win it, but I like the odds and I like the juice. I will take the commanders to not win the division because I like the Eagles this year. Uh, we might actually have one more agreement. Seattle Seahawks not winning the division. Seattle Seahawks not winning the division. And that leaves, you haven't said who's not winning the AFC West. Ooh. I said KC to start it. The Denver Broncos are not winning the AFC West. Oh my God, you Batty Crease. What do you mean, Batty Crease? That's just that's just a good bet. <sighs> they got an easy schedule. That was handpicked they by are, Russ. They are handpicked on other people's schedule. They are easy. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> I disagree, man. I know. That's I know. crazy. I'm, I'm I'm selling stock on the Broncos at least for this year. It's going to take a little while. Nathaniel Hackett, like, welcome to NFL coaching. Like, here's Russ. Welcome to the toughest division in football and the AFC, where you're not used to these teams. Not everyone could just Tom Brady at the first year. So, yeah, well, well they got they got strong ownership, and that coach is going to fall in line. Not like what's going on in the Clippers, all right, or the Clippers, the Chargers, LAC. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I think we all know uh, who just won that. Mike's first pick overall is the Kansas City Chiefs. So we'll see what fucking happens. All right. Well, you heard us uh, talk about some win totals there with the, you know, the Falcons and Lions at six and a half. So a lot of stuff flowing out there, but let's get into our hue picks and I'll get a bronze, silver and gold futures pick for you, as well as just kind of a crazy one about a guy that we just talked about to win the soup, the MVP at plus 15,000. Who was it? Here we go. You. All right, our bronze pick. NFL futures win totals. Get it before the season and get it soon because Kenny Pickett is looking better and better with every throw that you watch in the preseason. This small-handed motherfucker can make some plays. Also, they got George Pickens, Chase Claypool back healthy, and Deontay Johnson. They got three receivers that you've all forgot about because Ben Roethlisberger could barely throw it 30 yards last year. Don't judge the Steelers' offense on what Ben Roethlisberger did with it last year. And don't underestimate the institution that is Steelers football. Everyone's so ready for them to be shit. They're not going to be. They still have a ton of first-round picks on their defense. They are the most paid defense in the league. That's right. More than the Rams, more than anybody else. They have the most paid defense in the league. And this offense, I think, is ready to roll. You know, it's not an easy division, but it's a low number. Seven and a half wins for a team that has not had a sub 500 uh, season since Mike Tomlin took over the team. So even at eight wins, that's one game less than it needs to be. 
uh, to match that 500 season. The Steelers will be battling for a playoff spot like they always are. It looks like they might have a new sensation at quarterback. He just got tiny little puppet hands, so we'll see what he can do with it when he puts gloves on. Silver pick. I think it's an insult. I've I've heard this said before by a couple guys in FS1, and I actually agree. It's an insult. The Kansas City Chiefs have 10 and a half wins. They've won 12 games four years in a row. They're going to do it again. They got Juju Smith-Schuster for cheap. They got Marcus Valdez-Scandling to replace the speed of Tyree Kill. Is he as fast? Is he as dynamic? No. But Andy Reid's offense is really good, and they've replaced receivers before. You might recall Terrell Owens on the Eagles. They got rid of him. They just replaced him. That's what they do. Andy Reid's offense works. It's like Bill Walsh's offense. He's got a quarterback that can do it, who is now sensing that everyone's forgot about him. Y'all must have forgot about Pat, all right? Pretty fucking good at football, and if it wasn't for a dumbass play at the end of the half in the AFC Championship game, they probably have their second ring right now. But they don't. Um, All right, so the Kansas City Chiefs at 10.5 wins were going over, all right? Because I think they're still going to dominate their division. They'll probably lose one to the Chargers, probably lose one to the Raiders, but I think they sweep the Broncos and just do well with everybody but the Bills on the rest of their schedule. They are the demise of the Chiefs. I've said this before, has been greatly overreported. They'll be back. They'll win 12, and they'll be in the playoff dance again, unfortunately, Bills fans. All right. And uh, our gold pick. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this. I mentioned this on Instagram. And I my favorite picks that I like you to pick early, I put on Instagram. So you can follow us at He's Talking. But if you don't yet and you've just been waiting for our podcast, it's my chicken little team of the year. The New York Giants, over seven wins. All right. They are in the easy, easiest division in football. In my opinion, they have the second, third easiest schedule, according to Pro Football Focus and pretty much everybody who lists schedule strength. Uh, I think they have two key players in prove it years, their quarterback and their running back, both healthy, both not really signed for next year uh, and well studied. Good, good players, good people. Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Toney and all the Giants weapons. I think if you line them up against pretty much every, all the weapons in that division, uh, I would take them first. CeeDee Lamb's going to have a big year for the Cowboys, and obviously the Eagles receivers are really good, but you put the whole package together, I think this is an even-steven division. And the Giants, if you just look at their schedule, they got some cakewalks. I know they're not a great team, but they got a whole bunch of bad teams coming into New York and with quarterbacks who won't like the wind and won't play well there. So uh, I like the New York Giants over seven wins. That's my gold pick. And here's your bonus round. Speaking of the New York Giants, if they happen to have a good year, if they happen to make the playoffs, they happen to shock the world, which shouldn't really be shocking, by the way, folks. Keep in mind, as soon as week one kicks off, everything that happened last year doesn't matter anymore. All right? doesn't matter. These are new teams. There's big turnovers. There's new coordinators and a lot of stuff gets changed. And all of a sudden Sam Darnold's Carolina Panthers are 3-0. and And everyone's talking about them for MVP and all this crap. This is how fast stuff changes in the NFL. So get ready for a 2-1 and or 3-1 and New York Giants team with Saquon Barkley possibly leading the league in touchdowns and um, rushing yards. And suddenly he's in the MVP conversation. Well, if you threw just 10 bucks on him at plus 15,000 that's a hell of a ride. I'll be putting more than that on my man Saquon Barkley because for the value. You know, he's a running back. I know it's it's a long shot, but good God, if he's anywhere near the top, you can hedge on it. And he's just the type of guy with a ceiling high enough. Why not? All right, Jonathan Taylor, also a good bet at plus 4,000, but Saquon Barkley plus 15,000. Why not? You! Weird Mike. Smash, sprinkle, nice haircut. How we doing? You pick rebuttal, bro. You yeah. pick rebut. Let me tell you, if any running back gets the MVP, what an absolute bitch slap to the king. Yes. Derrick Henry, 2,000 plus yards once, and then what, 23 yards away from it a second time, and then doesn't get it, doesn't get the bag. Another reason Tennessee going to take a step back. <laughs> a lot of hard miles on the king. All right. A couple chinks in that armor. Um, Saquon, that's a that's a that's a real stretch there, brother. It's okay, I <laughs> like. They, to I just there. looked at the Giants' schedule though. They, they got a they got a really easy schedule. Like, they got a cakewalk of a schedule, and like no, I think no, but but they are the cakewalk. So that's you can't fun. say that. That's if, fun. 
if the Chiefs had the Giants' schedule, then it's a cakewalk. I understand. But if the Giants have the Giants' schedule, yeah, it's not a cakewalk. But as Bill Parcells always said, you are what your record is. So everyone thinks the Giants are shit right now, and then when they're three and one after beating the Cowboys at home, are they shit? You know, like, and they got Brian Dables, high flying offense. Galladay's maybe catching five or six balls a game instead of one. Who knows? But don't be surprised. Um, when you see it. Yeah. Uh, I hope a lot of people take the Titans, who are six point favorites in week one versus the Giants. I got the Giants, Titans. My favorite yeah. week one pick. Plus, definitely, six definitely staying away from. No, because Tannehill's going to throw one pick. The whole place is going to start chanting for Malik Willis. And suddenly the Titans have no idea what their identity is because Malik ain't playing that game. Love, love the Steelers over win total. Love it. Yeah. Um, okay. Smash and sprinkle. It returns. No theme music. I won't happen it. this year. Won't happen this year either. Huck's laughing that there's no theme music. <laughs> Super excited. <laughs> We're smashing NFC North. I saved it. Not the Packers, not your upstart Lions, Jeff. We're going to steal a win or two away from a couple of teams for sure. But we are talking about the skull chant, purple people eaters, the team I forgot about last year. New coach unshackled of the, what was his name? Zimmer? Mike Zimmer? Mike Zimmer. This Weird, short, bald asshole, but not really, but he's gone. I don't care who's in. Eight and a half wins, minus 160. It's a big number, but the, they're definitely going nine and eight. Definitely going nine and eight. Smashing, double smash, both fists. If baby cat wasn't asleep, I'd put her through the freaking table right now. Double smash. (laughs) Vikings, eight and a half wins. Minus 160. Eat the juice. These futures, you're talking about juice and rookies and mistake. When something's tilted that heavy on a future, it's because they don't want you to take it. Okay? Minus 160 is a lot on a future. Mm -hmm. Hit it hard. I'm doing it. Can't wait. Eight and a half. Imagine one baby, of those losses. Imagine was, baby cat just waking up during this table smash being like, why dad? Why? He's like, this is how much I believe in the Vikings. <laughs> I will pay it forward. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, pay yeah, it forward. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Green Bay. Definitely step back. Bears are who we thought they were. Exactly. And we let them off the hook. <laughs> and lions probably they might even sneak one. Uh, two for sure losses. They'll definitely sneak one out of the Lions. Vikings will lose one of those. And the Vikings going to the Ralph, going to the Bills, one of the rare 1 p.m. games at the Ralph. That's a loss. Kirk uh, Cousins ain't beating us. Yeah, probably. But that's that's an underrated game of the day. Cousins is the, is. Qu- Cousins is the question mark here. And just, nah. you know. He's there. He's a leader. He's got his weapons. Three good receivers. Irv Smith, motherfucker, nobody talking about this tight end. Just climbing up the boards on all you fantasy weirdos. Not my scene, but God okay, bless so, you and good luck. So you got Vikings over win total, eight and a half, minus 160. That's the smash. What's your chocolate sprinkle? sprinkle? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it is a chocolate sprinkle. It's on Danger Russ and the Denver Broncos. And the fact that the NFL really, really, really wants him in. Russ is good press, good guy. Great guy. Good city. Just like Peyton. Let's ride. Elway is not reinventing the wheel. He saw a formula that worked. They got to a Super Bowl. They won another. Russ, 10, correction, nine and a half. Another mini number, minus 140. Some juice. Minus 140. Can't be ignored. Nine and a half wins. Heavy chocolate sprinkle on the Mile High City. Distinct. Look at this. Cupcake schedule. Last place schedule, Hugh. Distinct home advantage, much like Seattle endured and enjoyed. Mad primetime games. I will not, however, be taking them week one when they are at Seattle on Monday night. The weirdest game. I'm all over Seattle that night. 
all over How, Seattle that night. I, I won't be if they don't start Drew Locke. If they start Geno, which they might, it switches everything back to Denver. But if yeah. they get that revenge game, that's I'll a, watch, that's a, that, I want Drew that's Locke a one-on-one center. revenge game. I want Drew Locke under center, and I'll take the money line, the points, and everything. And another revenge game week one. Um, Baker. The Cleveland defense. No, no, no. Everybody's talking about Baker versus Cleveland. How much do you think these Cleveland defenders hate Baker? Not even being able to hit this batty for three years, talking <laughs> shit on the sideline in that red jersey. You wore that red jersey, you. I did. You can, you get, you get, you get it gets to your head, bro. It gets to your head. And these guys are gonna tee off on that motherfucker. So I am staying away. Everybody's saying lock, lock, lock. Panthers. No, 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 no. Not I that like, week. You're, you're I, right. I like the Panthers the, that week. I like. I, I do. It's not just for Baker, but it's also just how the, inept the Browns will be. On offense, like, reverse, you know, first they will be, but maybe not week one. They pull out a bunch of bag of tricks week one, just like the Giants will at uh, t- the Titans, just like Seattle might on Monday night against the Broncos. Okay. Broncos nine and a half. Eat some juice on the smash and sprinkle. Welcome back. Season six winning year last year. We're starting early on the future. That's funny. I've already bet against you, but, I, but on a different game for a different odds, I took or not. I took the Denver Broncos under 10 and a half wins uh, at, at like minus 150 the other way. You know, I got the extra game. For oh, like the yeah, same yeah, odds. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. 10 and a half is just too much. All right. Yeah, 11 is a lot. Yeah. All right. Very fired up. Good God. Like it's, I, I, I'm pumped for the Rams Bills Thursday night, but more than anything, I just can't wait for the first slate of games, seven hours of commercial free football, just absolute football porn. God bless you, Scott Hansen. God bless Red Zone. And God bless the chair that I'll be sitting in watching it. All right. Top 10 people under the most pressure in the NFL this year. You ready for this? And any player, coach, could be anybody? Yeah, yeah. I just I wrote down 10. Okay. Any non-players? You want 10 first or one first? I just asked if there's any non-players. There's non-players. Okay. I'm very excited. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh Number one under the most, uh, number 10, number 10, number 10, just number like 10. the book, just like the book, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, the prodigy, the next Andrew Luck, the next Elway. He was labeled a lot of stuff coming out of Clemson with a national championship and two national championship losses. <laughs> New coach down in Jacksonville. What are you, Trevor? What are you? All right. You're under some pressure, but you're 10th on our list. Number nine. Ryan Tannehill from the Hawks, Tennessee Titans. Prove it, bro. You got one year because Malik is crawling up your ass already. You better look good and stop doing that stupid little sort of layup thing when you run in the, run in the end zone. All right? Get a little tougher. Get a little tougher. Down he's, doubling, he's doubling down on that dance, by the way. He's going to do it every time. Probably will. Uh, number eight, Sean McDermott, the Buffalo Bills coach. You got the best team in the league. Everyone agrees. Offense and defense. Your defensive slash special team slash weird coaching mistakes. Either way, Kansas City exposed you in 13 seconds and cost you a trip to to host the AFC Championship game last year against the goddamn Cincinnati Bengals, which we would have won. So you got it all. You lost Dable. If we suck this year, it's basically your fault. So don't. That's no. None of the players will get blamed. All right. Sean McDermott. Prove it this year, bud. Okay, number seven, Daniel Jones. I talked about him before. You're you're either the future quarterback of the New York Giants or you're, you know, third string on Tampa next year. You decide your career this year. Under pressure. Okay, number six, Matt Ryan. Is this the end of your career, the start of a new one for you, bud? You know, you showed your age in the last few years in Atlanta both with just kind of getting sacked easily and not quite having the deep ball that you used to. I still believe in you. Smart, nice, great, well-prepared quarterback who's been there, done that, and lost to Tom. <laughs> we'll see what you got, man. But uh, let's just say that your owner likes to move off quarterbacks fast. Okay, one bad game to the Titans and another stinker to the Jags, and you'll be on your way out just like Mr. Wentz. Uh, number five, Trey Lance. As Weird Mike stated Reach. before, they were 40 seconds away from the Super Bowl. One dropped tart interception from away from the Super Bowl. 
and they just replaced the, the quarterback with you, sir. And you played eight games of college football. That's two eight. less than Weird Mike. All right. Hopefully, you've been doing some homework, bud. Welcome to the NFC West, home of the home of the NFL champions. You'll be all over TV, Trey. Uh, number four, Baker Mayfield. As I predicted four years ago when he got drafted, a guy who's always had to prove himself, always be doubted. Uh, whenever he, when he was finally given everything as the number one overall pick and didn't have to prove himself anymore, he was going to struggle because his life has not been like that. And I just said that he would succeed for his next team. Well, he's on that next team. And just like I predicted, every other team didn't want him, gave up on him, including the Browns. So you're pissed again. No one believes in you again. This is the Baker I like. And I think he knows he's under a lot of pressure, but I actually think he's going to thrive this year. With a healthy, non-throwing shoulder, had the same injury, it definitely sucks. He probably should have just sat. If he had sat out week four last year, it's probably still be a Cleveland Brown. Very weird. Okay, number three, Tua. Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback of the Miami Dolphins from the Alabama Crimson Tide. Apparently throws a very accurate ball. Tyree Kill said more accurate than number 15, Patrick Mahomes. Find that hard to believe. All right. Tua completed the least amount of 30-yard passes in the league last year of any starting quarterback. Also, throws us some real ducks sometimes, so we'll see how you do. But you are currently the starting quarterback for the fastest team possibly in NFL history at skill positions. So shit, man. Hopefully, hopefully you got your fastball this year. You're going to need it. Or they they tried to replace you with Tom Brady last year. Who knows what's going to happen next year? This is your year, Tua. You got one. Number two, Lamar. Jesus Christ, man. You're a running quarterback with no contract, no agent. This could be the best year of your life. If you compete for the MVP, get the Ravens into the playoffs, literally, you will have just waited for every quarterback to break the bank in front of you. And you look like the smartest guy in the room and sign like a billion dollar contract with half of it guaranteed because they just fucking gave that to Captain Dick in your hand down in Cleveland. I'm I'm a two time MVP winner, bro. Hey, the man. Also, I don't have an agent, so I'll take cash, motherfucker. Uh, I'm big on Lamar this year, but I think he feels the pressure. And Jesus, knock on wood, stay healthy, bud. And you'll get paid to buy a small country. And number one. It's that time of the decade again where the Dallas Cowboys coach has one year left. <laughs> and this is it. All right. You lost a home playoff game on one of the worst offensive play calls I think any of us have ever seen to the rival San Francisco 49ers right in front of Jerry Jones. He's got an $8 billion team. He knows now the Broncos just sold for five. The Cowboys are worth probably closer to 10 if you actually ever sold them. And you don't call the offensive plays and you certainly don't coach the defense. So Mr. McCarthy, in the words of my friend from office space, what do you do here? All right. (laughs) You got to jump to conclusions, Matt, in that Cowboys dressing room. (laughs) Because you're going to need it. Someone's going to steal your stapler, bud, if you don't win three of the first five games. And that's your top 10 under the most pressure list. Brought to you by one of Mike's favorite books. Dave Letterman's top 10 list. <laughs> it sure is. Um, please replace the word favorite with one of my only books. <laughs> There's so few you can't, can't really name favorites. They're just kind of all there and happened. Uh, I don't think there's any pressure on Trevor Lawrence at all. I think he's free as a bird and he'll skate under the one year of learning the new system and it's almost like a COVID year, like that year with urban didn't happen. So I don't see he has that. They're not going to move off him. Even if he has a stinker, I don't think he will. I think the similar is going to happen with Matt Ryan. I think, I don't think anybody's going to put some pressure on. I think that he escaped a bad situation and he's, he's just free and clear, man. He's going to go and play some football He's got a better O-line in a weaker division. And, man, he, he just got to stop taking those sacks so easy. Like you said, man, this guy just this guy goes down with a touch, with a finger. So if he can put a little bit on that lower body, I don't think there's any pressure there on Ryan. Bill's coach for sure, 100%. Yeah, he feels it. Like a lot, a lot. One of the reasons that... I don't like the Bills as much as everybody else is because when you're under that much pressure, real pressure, the, the one I think that should be at number one, Jeff, 
on that list is the Bills coach. Not even the way that, you know, that's a miracle one in a million thing that Chiefs game, but they should have lost that playoff game to the Colts. I just Philip Rivers. I just don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just don't think the Bills ownership has as quick of a trigger. Like they're pumped to have this dynasty team now, whereas Jerry would replace him tomorrow with Sean Payton if he could. Um, All right. Yeah. And, uh, and I I don't think it's on Trey Lance either. I think it's on the Niners brass. I think it's on Shanahan. I think it's on Lynch for thrusting this on Lance when, you know, like I said, they know if he's ready or not, but I don't think it's on. Let's say Lance goes five and 11, right? Six and 10 is not this prodigy. Well, we're all just going to be, Hey, well, you know, the guy played eight fucking college games in D2. Maybe we should give this guy a break. Maybe he needs a second year to learn, to grow, to, to do whatever he needs to do. Well, so I, I don't think the, the pressure is on him in that situation. Well, regardless of whose fault it was, okay, when those lights come on Sunday night football, like, you know, uh, Niners, call it Niners Ravens, like on a windy, sloppy track in Baltimore and you get smoked. It's like you're a long way from North Dakota State. You're going to feel that pressure for a team that's expecting to make the very final four that you're willing to bet your baby's tuition on. They're expecting to go back and win that. I got a, in a lot of positions. I got All a right. Baker word for you. Last on your list there. Quick. No, I mean, Sam Darnold wrestles the QB one away from Baker. That's a bad prediction. Do you think that's, that's going to happen? I do. I really do. Sam Darnold takes it away from him. Injury or record or whatnot. Baker is the problem. Baker, not, not the Browns. Baker. And, I, and Carolina and that coach with all that BC level talent. I think Baker's going to have a weirdly fantastic year. I'm not saying like I love the guy. I'm just saying I think he's going to have a fantastic year. I think he's going to put the Carolina Panthers in a weird spot, whether you just sign this guy long term or like, you know, or, or what? Like, I just think Baker's going to put them in a tough spot. Whichever team picked up Baker, I'm like, you're, it's, he's going to have a good year and you're going to be screwed because what do you do? Do you sign him long term or not? All right. A couple of things we didn't talk about. The Raiders, you know, Devontae Adams, I think they're going to be uh, an amazing offense if Carr can just lay off the Adderall. Apparently, he was that motherfucker that Tom Brady was talking about, by the way. Dana White letting it spill on UFC that he had Brady and Gronk going to the Raiders and then Gruden blew it up because he's a racist. That doesn't really make sense, but you know what I mean? Uh, Gruden blew it up. Anyway, next week, we got props for you leading into the season. A whole bunch of player props for season-long totals such as Julio Jones touchdowns, Darren Waller touchdowns, and more. So stay tuned for next week as we get you ready. Uh, we are 57% on Picks for point spread over five seasons of football. That's one season that reached 67% and a couple other seasons that were just over 50, but uh, right in the middle around 57. And we're over 68% for props. So that is my bread and butter, as you guys know. Um, we're going to have some guests on the show. Reaching out to some old football players, some friends of Huck Media and friends of Weird Mike. We got Prop Daddy Dewey. We're going to have C-Mac talking some NFTs and NFL all day to get you some education on how to make some more money with all this crazy new world we live in of the NFL. Remember, check out Bet Openly and download Bet Stamp uh, because you want to track this stuff and get the best value you can. And that's definitely Bet Openly. Big shout out to Storyteller Beer. We're going to have a big contest going on for Look Who's Talking Point Spread. We're going to run it through all these football pools. Uh, we're going to run it through office football pools. So I don't have to calculate everybody's picks every week. And we'll announce more about that next week and what kind of prizing we're going to have from storyteller beverages, uh, possibly bet openly and our friends uh, at team LTD. So very fired up for that. we got a lot of announcements next week and thanks to all our new partners. Also a big shout out to the official yoga studio of look who's talking the Boathouse Yoga in Manette, Muskoka, Ontario. We're super pumped for everyone in the Huck Media family, Mr. and Miss, and uh, the new announcements there. Boathouse Yoga. All right. Weird Mike, great haircut. I loved you in WrestleMania 4. And I got to, if anyone has any great recommendations for Mike's third novel, we'd love to hear them. Fired up for the NFL season. If you want to be a guest uh, in our sort of tap in Instagram lives that we're going to be doing before all the live games and stuff like that. Uh, Shoot us a DM. 
at Hughes Talking and follow Weird Mike at Weird Mike. And uh, thanks for any and all. If you got any questions, comments, or recommendations about the show, make sure you hit us up. We're always ready to adapt, evolve, and uh, giddy the far up. Anything from uh, anything from you, Weird Mike? And then we're going to shut the huck up. Oh, man, he's he can't wait. I did a little too much Titan bashing. He can't tell. He can't wait to tell me to shut the huck up. Uh, an abundance of thanks, man. Season six, 122 episodes. The weird pick above 500. Looking for a strong year. Next week, introducing my survivor plays. Going to have about 2K sprinkled across yeah, we'll talk four or five survivor, survivor picks. Week. A lot of survivor next week. And uh, as always, if I spike the proverbial big one, maybe I'll take a look who's talking crew to the Maldives or something, man. Giddy up. Remember to buy stock in Drew Locke. I believe in this kid. So does Pete Carroll, and so should you. Huck Daddy. Go Titans. Oh, baby. We'll see you on Monday Night Football at the Ralph. See you later. Episode 123 coming next week. Thanks a lot. Guess who just got back today? been away haven't changed had much to say but man i still think them cats are great they were asking if you were around how you was where you could be found told them you were living downtown driving all the old men crazy